Hello and welcome to Six Minute Sermons. This is where we explore the Word, learn the truth, and grow in grace six minutes at a time. I'm your host, Cameron O'Daniel. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to this Friday episode of Six Minute Sermons. And if you're not familiar with what we do, on Fridays, we cover different topics and themes and ideas within Christianity and within uh, what we believe about God and the Bible, and we discuss them because sometimes they may not be answered in a sermon or in a lesson. And so we want to take time and discuss these things. Now, today, if you are looking at the title of today's message or today's uh, six-minute message, six-minute sermon, you may see that it's probably, it's a heavy topic. It's a heavy topic. And and what we are going to be talking about today is sexual abuse. We're going to be talking about sexual abuse. And the reason that we're talking about this today is for two reasons. First of all, it's important. And we need to talk about an issue like this. It, it, It seems like we don't have to talk about this because it seems so clear that that's wrong. We should not be uh, sexually abusing anybody. And yet, the second reason we're going to be talking about it today is because of what is happening in the Southern Baptist Convention here in the United States. Uh, many of you may be aware, but if you're not aware of what's going on, there is a independent report done, an independent investigation done on the Southern Baptist Convention to find out about these allegations of sexual abuse and what the Southern Baptist Convention was doing in response to that. Now, one thing that we need to understand is that the Southern Baptist Convention voted to do this. This this was not done. Um, the Southern Baptist Convention was not unwilling to do this. The Southern Baptist Convention voted to do this, to have this investigation done. The report of this investigation just came out and there are scary things in the report. Uh, I'm not going to go through them in depth uh, for the sake of time here, but if you want to, you can Google it. You can. There are many articles about it. I would suggest going and, and listening to Albert Moeller uh, with the Briefing podcast. He talks about it some, or just read any articles about the report. It, it, it's pretty. It's something that you can't be subjective about. There is very objective evidence and proof of the things that have been happening within the Southern Baptist Convention. And per our topic today, the thing that is most prevalent that is happening at the moment is sexual abuse. Now, the first thing that we need to say right out of the gate is that sexual abuse is sin. Sexual abuse is sin, period. There is no way to coddle it or to excuse it or to meander around the bush. It is sinful. It is wrong. And it doesn't matter if it is the most extreme form of sexual abuse or if it's just something minor, something, I say minor in air quotes because nothing is really minor, but something that might not get the publicity or the airtime that one of the more extreme cases may get. It is all sin and it is all wrong. And what we need to do, not only as a a Southern Baptist Convention, but what we need to do as Christians is not turn away. 
We do not need to turn away. We do not need to turn a blind eye. We do not need to try to ignore it and maybe it will go away. We need to shout from the rooftops that this is wrong and we need to right it. We need to do whatever we can to make it right. And the first thing that we need to do as Christians and believers, and if you are involved with the Southern Baptist Convention at all, the first thing we need to do is confess it. Now, to be clear, sin is for them. Let me just say this. Sin is an individual choice. Sin is an individual choice. The sins that I might commit or the sins that you might commit are not put on any other person. They're not put on any other person. So the sins that have been committed by leaders within the Southern Baptist Convention do not fall on the individuals within the Southern Baptist Convention. That has to be clear from the first point. However, those that are involved in the Southern Baptist Convention in leadership positions that have not fallen in this sin of sexual abuse they're the ones leading this denomination. And even if they're not leaders, even if we're just members of it or or pastors within it, while we might not be the ones who have the sin on us because we have done the sin, we still belong to an organization that has had this happen. We still belong to a co- cooperative organization where these things, these sexual abuse uh, truths, the evidence of it, It has happened, and we cannot stand by and say, well, I didn't do it, so I'm not going to say anything about it. We have to stand up and confess that this is wrong, and it is sinful, and we cannot say as as an organization that it's their fault and we're not going to do anything about it. We have to do something about this. We have to stand up and, and, and go against it hard. Go against it hard. We cannot make excuses anymore. We cannot try to cover it up anymore. We have to get it out in the open because because this is not this is not a matter of of power or of position or of authority. It should not be a matter of that, although some make it out to be that. This is a matter of sin and righteousness. This is a matter of transgression. This is a matter of hurt, hurting people. And 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 and, and it's just so inconceivable that that we're thinking about this in a political sense when this is all spiritual. This is all spiritual. And I do believe, I do believe that part of what is going to happen is the judgment of God coming upon the Southern Baptist Convention, the churches within the Southern Baptist Convention where these things have happened, the specific instances. It might not come on every individual church, but it'll come on the churches where these things have happened. So the first thing that we need to do is confess. And and we're going to be very short after this, but in Proverbs chapter 28, verses in, in verse 13, it says, whoever conceals his transgressions will not prosper, but he who confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy. Again, as I said, sin is an individual thing. Sin is an individual choice. However, as I said before already, because we belong to an organization, the Southern Baptist Convention is a cooperative effort to advance the kingdom of God. 
we have to acknowledge that this has happened in our convention, in our cooperative efforts. And we have to confess that it's wrong. Not just that it's wrong, but we have to confess and, and, and make efforts to make it right and to repent before God and to say that we're going to do everything in our power to not let this happen anymore. And so while this is a heavier topic, and while I am no expert on this either, I, I'm not a physician, I'm not a, a licensed counselor, but I am a pastor and I know what God commands. And what God commands is that, for one, we obey him. But two, if we sin, we confess it and we bring it to light. Nothing that is hidden will be hidden forever. It will all be brought to light. So it is better to bring it to light and repent of it rather than hide it forever and then it be judged on the day that we stand before God. So this is a serious issue and and my heart goes out to everyone involved, especially those who suffered at the hands of these abuses. And so we close out in prayer and I close out with a heavy heart right now. God, we we humbly come before you and we confess that that this is wrong. This is sinful. And, and it hurts my heart that this happened in, the, in, in a convention where there are so many people who want to honor you and want to serve you and, and expand the kingdom of God and do mission for you and honor you and obey you. It hurts my heart that, that there are people within this organization that still prey on those that are weaker than them. Father, may all this come out in the open. You are not mocked and you will not be mocked. And so, God, I pray that all of this will come into the open and, and those that have sinned will repent. But most of all, I pray that those who have suffered will understand that you love them and you care for them and you are compassionate toward them. And I'm reminded of the story in the Gospels where there's a woman called in adultery and you say to her, who has condemned you? She says, no one, Lord. And you say, neither do I condemn you. So, God, help us to have that heart toward these who have been abused, that we love them and care for them. God, help us to love you and to honor you and to be humble in this and to submit to you. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. If you like 6-Minute Sermons, leave a review or subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts.